In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before, and it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love But uh, Twitter has slammed Elon Musk for attempting to ditch his $44 billion takeover deal, saying that his justifications are, quote, invalid and wrongful. Billionaire Musk has said that he wants to terminate the deal, which he struck in April, over the massive number of bot accounts that he says the social media giant has. Musk will have to fork over a billion dollars if the deal falls through, but experts say that the mogul will likely enjoy a $400 million discount if he writes it off as a tax loss. I mean, this guy, eh? Here to give us more on this story is the CEO of Getter and former advisor to Donald Trump, President Donald Trump. It's Jason Miller. Jason, how are you, my good man? Patrick, good evening. Good to be with you. Yeah, great stuff. All right, well, run us through this. Well, I mean, what, what do you think? Does this just go to expose that, that Twitter is dying? Well, here's the thing. Everyone's talking about Musk versus Twitter, and you have the big titans going head-to-head -head in the legal sense. Will Musk have to pay a billion dollars, or will they have to buy it for some $44 billion? Here's the thing. They're really fighting over a pile of rubble at this point. Twitter's reputation is so irreversibly damaged, whether it be the bots, whether it be the political censorship, whether it be the fact that they don't have a real business plan. Musk said that they're going to have to quadruple the number of daily active users to make any real money on this. Uh, I mean, what's what's even left to fight for of Twitter? Yeah, well, just, just, just talk to me a bit about what, what a bot is. What does it do? 
So a bot is a essentially a fake account. It's and sometimes they're latent bots. They're just there. Uh, sometimes they're more active. They might be trying to uh, infect the rest of the system, or maybe they're trying to post information. Uh, I, a lot of times we've seen it where you might have foreign actors come in and try to push different things. Here's the thing: if anyone who spent more than 30 seconds on Twitter, you know that that number is bigger than five percent. I'm really surprised that Twitter's out there saying it uh, that it's that low, but. Here's the other thing. You would think that Elon Musk, the world's richest man, would have done some of the due diligence before he said he was going to go spend billions of dollars to see how many bots there were. Yeah, it, to be fair, it is a bit of a mess, isn't it really? What's been going on uh, with Twitter? But just talk to me a little bit about, about Getter because I know a lot of people that are on there. Uh, uh, why is it different? What's the, what's the, what's the kind of uh, USP, as it were, as opposed to Twitter? Absolutely. Well, with Getter, it's a free speech platform that users are all treated the same. So you're never discriminated against. You're never shadow banned or algorithmed just because of your political opinion. You can be from the left, from the right, or not care about politics at all. What people want is to know they can speak their mind politically and no one's going to come in and say, well, hold on, you only get free speech if we agree with you. Yeah. That's really the premise, the underpinning of why we launched Getter. I think that's why we're already up to six million people in just over a year. Yeah, I, I mean, this idea of the shadow banning and the algorithms and, you know, having to conform to one school of thought and we can't offend people, but if you're offended by something, then actually you just have to suck it up because you're offended by the wrong thing. and It's madness. So, yes, it does sound like a very interesting platform indeed. Of course, thank you so, so much for joining us as well. Great to have you back on the show. We'll have to talk again soon. The CEO of Getter and former advisor to President Donald Trump. That was, of course, Jason Miller. And ladies and gentlemen, what I, the reason why I opened today with that as a cold open is because what we are witnessing and what we are watching unfold before our very eyes is exactly what you and what I have been waiting for for a decade, at least for the last five or six years. When we started understanding what the censorship was really doing in 2016, what they were really doing. Of course, 2017, it got worse. 2018, it got worse. And it just continuously got worse until we are here today. And if you remember, when we said drain the swamp, when President Donald Trump said drain the swamp, it wasn't just Washington politicians. It was fake news media. It was Silicon Valley, big tech. It was all of these bad actors that were controlling all of our social activities and all of our social debates. It was Twitter too, Facebook too. And I remember saying, I can't wait for the day that these large Silicon Valley uh, bias platforms are destroyed and people see them for what they are. How long have we been saying that? We've been saying it for years. And look what's unfolding right before our eyes. Look, we did not see the overturning of Roe v. Wade until the leak happened from a Supreme Court uh, level. We didn't, we didn't know that was coming right now. We didn't know. I mean, we knew that there was the Dobbs case, but we didn't know when this was all really going to uh, come to fruition, and we didn't know what the ruling was going to be. We were hoping for it. We were praying for it. And then, boom, out of nowhere, God does his, his magic. Wonders are being worked before your very eyes. CNN spending 300 
whatever it was, billion dollars or whatever it was, or $300 million, $500 million, a half a billion dollars to try to launch uh, CNN Plus, and look what happened. Boom, 30 days, trashed, in the rubbish. And we're also watching the downfall of CNN as well to the point where they're trying to say, okay, we'll report the real news again, everybody, if you come back, and nobody's coming back. And now we're watching the death of Twitter. Now, Facebook will be a lot longer, guys, because Facebook was a lot bigger of a company than Twitter and didn't have nearly uh, the fake accounts on there. For their, Twitter and Facebook are two very different platforms. And Facebook was a lot bigger than Twitter. We're coming after you next, Mark Zuckerberg. Don't worry. Oh, you are part of Drain the Swamp. You are the elite of the swamp. You are the swamp donkey master. And we're coming after you too. But Twitter is, is literally crumbling right before our very own eyes. And that is a good thing. That is something that we have been trying to do for a long time. Think about it. Think about all these last few years, how long you have been literally, I can't wait to, I wish somebody would buy Twitter and shut it down. I don't care if it's Elon Musk. I don't care who caused the war. The war uh, happened. And now we all know about the fake accounts. We all know about the bots. We all know about how the government uh, uses Twitter and Facebook, but definitely Twitter. Their brand is done. I would be surprised if Twitter is even a thing in five years. And if it is, it will be the new MySpace. And Jason Miller's right. Getter is awesome. I love it. I'm not a spokesperson for Getter. I don't get paid by them, but I absolutely love it. And you want to know who we're coming after next? We're coming after the New York Times next. That's another part of the swamp that we want down, done with. We want them gone. We want them gone. They're not a real news company, a news station anymore. And I don't care. I don't care if somebody's out there and they say they're biased. Look, I know I'm biased. I'll give you the truth and then I'll give you my biased opinion. That is my show. That's how I built this show. I'm not the New York Times claiming that I'm unbiased and I'm putting out real news. That's not what I'm doing. And President Trump actually came out with a statement today, released uh, the following message about, the, about New York Times and media altogether. He said the failing New York Times is, uh, New York Times is down 40% year to date because they are fake news. Their reporters are dishonest, and their front page has become a work of total fiction, not news. They hate our country. They hate reporting the truth, which is why America is not respected. And our nation has never been weaker. I've been talking about the perception of our nation for a while. Instead, they obsess over January 6th, just like they did over the impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, the Mueller witch hunt, the Russia, Russia, Russia story. The New York Times will continue to decline because people no longer believe their reporting is even close to being true. Fake polls, phony stories, made up quotes. They are a disgrace to journalism and have said it back many, many years. And then he says, the New York Times is truly the enemy of of the people truly the enemy of the people and they are they are the enemy of the people they are the deep state and we're coming after you next first cnn second twitter third new york times facebook your days are numbered as well folks you're locked and loaded right here on live from america i know that was a long opening and i apologize but i am your ever so humbled god fearing and god loving host of the show jeremy harrell the hip-hop patriot Coming to you from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it is an honor to be with you guys five days a week, every single day, twice a day. God bless you. Thank you all for being here. But yeah, folks, we are winning. And that is the important thing. We are winning. And we have to understand where we're winning because they don't want you to know you're winning. They want to shove crap down your throat day in and day out. Spit it back out and say, no, thanks. 
I'm not uh, buying what you're selling, and I'm not eating what you're giving. Feel me? All right, let's go to the Lord, folks. July 12th, year of our Lord, 2022. I called you to myself in the most personal way, reaching down into the circumstances of your life, speaking into the intricacies of your heart and mind. Although I have vast numbers of followers, you are not a number to me. I always speak to you by name. In fact, you are so precious to me, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. The Lord who created you, O Israel, says, Don't be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by my name. You are mine. Isaiah 43, 1. And from Isaiah 49, 16, See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. And before you turn out the light tonight, tell yourself the truth. I have called you personally. I know you by name. You are my beloved. That is how special you are to God. He tells you that he's inscribed you on his hand. You are not a number. You are a very, very personal and precious commodity to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Folks, please remove your hats. And all together, from your lips to his ears, let's say the Lord's Prayer together as one LFA, R-A-V, combined family. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. You want to know the great thing about uh, all of you, me, uh, the the people that are like us in the United States of America, is that if any of these people that we clown on on a daily basis, like, you know, Mark Zuckerberg's and, you know, the Mitch McConnell's and the Joe Biden's and whatever, if any of them actually came to us and said, hey, you know what? I'd love to bury the hatchet. I'd love to have a, a, a personal conversation with you. Every single one of us would. That, ladies and gentlemen, is come as you are. We might clown you in a political sense, but in real life, we're Christians. We'll be right back right after this. In real life, we're Christians. Even if you think you are an atheist, I doubt that. Oh, I got to sneeze. <coughs> COVID. Bless me. Excuse me. <laughs> I know everybody in the comments is going to go bless you. Everybody who's even a self-proclaimed atheist has <laughs> got Christian values, folks, because they're morals. Their morals that they have, you know, be nice, do unto others. Where do you think they got that from? They didn't get that from, uh, from, the, from the book of Islam. They got those exact words from the Bible. Their morals that they say they have, that they say you don't need God to have, <laughs> unknowingly, they got them from the Bible. There's no way around it. You can say you aren't something, but when you clearly are, it, it is what it is. You can say you're an atheist all you want. You know what that is? That's stubborn pride. That's not wanting to be convicted. That's not wanting to look into a mirror and admit to yourself how incredibly terrible you actually are. Your morals come from God, period. Happy birthday to you. Uh, Who is it? Patty. Happy birthday to Patty. Is it her birthday today? Is that what she said? Is it Patty's birthday? Are you going to happy birthday to me, Patty? Yes, okay, Patty, here we go. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Patty. Happy birthday to you. Have fun with your grandchild. What a great day it is to celebrate the birth of one of our own and one of God's special children. How you doing? Good to see you. I'd also like to reach over here to get her. I'd like to say hello to Bree K is in the building. Trump 45 for me. How you doing? Brian is in the building. Mark P. Stingle says, pure blasphemy. Heidi Pfeiffer, how you doing? Brian Tharp is in the building. How are you? Kind embroidery is here. How are you? Good to see you, Barb. Fron Califer says, happy birthday to you, Patty. Deplorable one on Getter says, happy birthday, Patty. Vicki Vale says, hello, and we've got Amanda Collins over there as well. So, shout out to our Getter fam, our Getter LFA fam. I just love Getter and Rumble. I love it. We're going to be here forever. We're going to be here for absolutely ever. All right, let's come back from this break and get back into it. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. And you want to know, I left off the, uh, the last segment going in saying we're all Christians. And here's what I wanted to touch on before we went to that commercial break that we had to take. When I say we're all Christians, what I mean by that is even you atheists out there, even you agnostics out there, even you folks that might practice another religion in this country, you have to understand that your morals come from the great B-I-B-L-E. Yes, your morals that you practice in this country. Even all you who say you do not get your morals from God unknowingly, you do. You get them from God. You get them from God because conscience, folks, your conscience is written on your heart. Con means with, science means knowledge, and God gives you knowledge from birth. But beyond that, our country is built on a Judeo-Christian foundation, Judeo-Christian values. And all of our founding documents and our society is literally inspired by the great B-I-B-L-E. And you do get your morals from Jesus. Just saying. Anyway, let's move on. Good news to start this evening here on Live from America. Please put your cups up as we have our first slurp of the day. (laughs) Patriot Johnson said, it's taco night at my house. Taco Tuesday. I wonder if they invited Jill. I wonder if you guys went to Taco Jill and got tacos and uh, it's Taco Tuesday night at your house. (laughs) Jack and Jill came to your house and then forgot why I turned around and left. Here we go. Good news to start the evening here. Uh, There have been so many great election security laws that have been passed since the theft of the 2020 election. And there's over 60 of them throughout six, five, six different states. All of them battleground states, all of them swing states, and even some that aren't swing and battleground states. So they never find themselves in the same position that a lot of these battleground states found themselves in at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning on November 4, 2020. Now, it would literally take a whole show, and maybe we'll do it someday. Maybe we'll do it soon. I don't know. It would take 60 minutes for me to sit down and break down each and every election security law that has been passed and how it is put into place to make sure that the way they stole it before cannot happen again. That's a good thing. And we need to make sure that during this day in and day out, 24-7, 365 days a year of fighting, of constantly trying to fight to make make sure that we A, save our country from other things, and B, uh, continue to... uh, Uh, purge our country from evil and corrupt politicians while we're fighting that we tend to forget everything that we're doing we tend to forget watching twitter die right before our eyes we tend to forget that just a couple weeks ago 
We took a step as a nation to stop killing babies at a federal level. We tend to forget that we are literally watching the crumble of CNN, which is literally the worst, the worst at the height of its time about three years ago of fake news there ever was. We have a lot of wins in our, under our belt. We know they're going to continue to come after us. We're continuing to go after them. But we have to understand that there are a lot of election security laws that have been signed into law since that day. And now we have to highlight some more uh, candidates running for office in the great state of Wisconsin. Now we had Mr. Tim Rantham scheduled for last week. It didn't work out. We're trying to get Tim Rantham rescheduled. But this does concern him as Wisconsin candidates for office call for a complete decertification of the 2020 election based on the maladministration of the election due to the use of what we now know as unconstitutional drop boxes that were in place during the 2020 election. Approximately over 500 of them were placed throughout the states and uh, throughout the state of Pennsylvania or Wisconsin, excuse me. And who knows, who knows how many illegal ballots went in those drop boxes. The Supreme Court there last week, the state Supreme Court, ruled these drop boxes unconstitutional, and now these candidates that are running for office are stepping up to the plate. Wisconsin Representative Tim Rantham, who is running for governor in the great state of Wisconsin, and Karen Muller, who uh, was running for the Attorney General in Wisconsin, and others, held a press conference in the state capitol today to discuss the 2020 election. State Representative Tim Rantham, who's running for governor, released the press release this morning with a call to action. I'll read you the press release right now. State Representative Tim Rantham, Republican, will be holding a press conference on Tuesday, July 12th, uh, beginning at noon in the assembly parlor. Invited guests will accompany him And the centerpiece for expression will be last Friday's Supreme Court ruling on absentee ballot drop boxes. Representative Tim Rantham quoted saying, now is the time for a call to action. The 59th Assembly District includes Hartford um, and a whole bunch of other uh, names of towns that I'll probably (laughs) that I'll probably uh, mispronounce anyway. But anyway, Rantham and Mueller reminded those in attendance that the Wisconsin Supreme Court recently ruled that the drop boxes in the state are not legal and they should not have been placed in 2020, period. The GOP candidates shared that if the drop boxes aren't legal under election law, then the ballots that were collected in those drop boxes in the 2020 election were not legitimate. It's not rocket science. You don't have to be Elon Musk to figure it out. You don't have to be, uh, you know, the smartest person in the world to figure this out. You can just be little old you and I sitting here in America saying, hey, what the heck happened with our votes? They were not legal. The number of ballots dropped in the drop boxes in Wisconsin way outnumbered the margin of win given to Joey Applesauce. Now, because of this, Representative Rantham says that the election should be decertified. I agree a thousand percent. There are remedies for this, and the most prominent remedy over the past 30 years is due to the election over. And it goes all the way back to 2016 and uh, talks about the declared winners, the local level, the state level, and, and so on. The blame here goes to the public officials who put the ballot drop boxes... Um, who put in the ballot boxes and not the voters. Are we talking about Rhino Robin Voss? 
talking about Rhino Robin Voss. The voters were victims. We also know that the drop boxes were magnets for fraud. The movie 2000 Mules was all over this and reportedly identified a number of mules right there in Wisconsin and other states. Now, how can you keep an election result that you know is and was contaminated with hundreds of thousands of illegitimate votes when the winner was given the race by much less It was maladministration, it was against the law, and those people who are responsible for breaking the state law should be investigated, should be indicted, should be tried, should be convicted, and should rot in their own little gulag, much like they're doing to the political prisoners in Washington, D.C. I cannot wait to reschedule Tim Rantham. And hopefully we can also get on Miss Mueller at the same time. But I would like to award the both of them. This is a dual Smarty Award of the day. Let's go ahead and give that to Mrs. Mr. Rantham and Mrs. Mueller right now. Smarty Award of the Day, and I know we've got a lot of Wisconsinites. Do you call Wisconsinites? Wisconsinians? Wisconsins? Wisconsinites? I know we got a lot of people from Wisconsin watching, and so (laughs) I know you're going to be happy with that. But what it does is it lets you know, and it lets you understand what these candidates that are running for stand for, and how they are not afraid to put it all on the line, and that's the kind of person you want running and, and uh, representing you, running for and representing uh, you and your interests. Now, speaking of stealing elections, you may have watched last night's show when I said ballots, ballots, ballots. That is the primary way that they steal elections. Ballots, ballots, ballots. Now then on our morning show, if you watched on Rumble or Getter, we played what looked like a cohesive strategy in unison from the Health and Human Service um, Secretary Javier Becerra and the CDC Director Walensky gearing up for a fall and winter resurgence of a disease better known as the flu. Now, this morning we showed uh, Becerra talking about how there's going to be a massive resurgence, and then we showed a video of Walensky literally within hours come out and say, get your booster right now. If, you're, if you've gotten your first vaccine and your second vaccine, get your boosters, please, or you're all going to not get COVID and not die, is what she should have said, but that wasn't true. And I said, well, it's really weird here, because we haven't seen uh, Walensky for months, really, and we haven't even seen Tony the Rat Face gain a function Fauci for weeks. And now all of a sudden, it's like you're, you're hearing from two of them in the same 24 hours. And then, ladies and gentlemen, in lockstep, in literal lockstep, I couldn't believe it. I wasn't shocked. But Tony Gain-A-Function Fauci came out, out from hiding, and literally addressed the same issue that it's coming back. That is three of these losers in the same 24 hours. Very, very, very predictable. Check this Everybody out. Everybody wants to put this pandemic behind us and feel and hope that it doesn't exist. It does. Everybody wants to put this pandemic behind us and feel that it doesn't exist. Well, it does. It does. Shut up. We're not buying your crap anymore. And the fact that we watched the three of you come out in unison in the same 24 hours when nobody's heard from you in weeks (laughs) tells us everything we need to know. It's not going to happen again. Try it. It's not going to happen again. What about you? You going to let it happen to you again, Rav audience? Are you going to allow him to lock you down? Man, we knew he we knew it, didn't we? We called it this morning.
idiots. We'll be right back right after this. Boy, we called that this morning, didn't we, guys? I mean, I know how many of you this morning were like, oh, Tony Fauci will be out in no time. I saw all of you talking about it. We knew he was going to come out. I just figured it would be like, you know, by Friday. I figured all this week we were going to see it. And here he comes within the same 24 hours. What an absolute loser. What an absolute loser that guy is. I mean, how predictable. Evie says, want some cries with that Wamburger, Tony? We got to not put it behind us. Shut up. We put that behind us a long time ago. Candace Taylor was swatted. I did not know that. Ooh, I got to send her a text right now. Let me send her a text right now. Maybe she can, uh, maybe she can come on literally that quick. Hold on. Give me a second here. I like doing this kind of stuff on the, on the fly like this with you guys. It reminds me of old times. Candace Taylor, hey, heard you were swatted. That true? I'll let you know what she says through text, but I want to thank you all very much. I'd also like to thank Greg Whelan for the giant Smarties. He sent me these uh, a whole bunch of packs of giant Smarties. Uh, Mary Sale, thank you for the letter. Uh, asking for a Bible to help with your mom's dentures. We are actually, I got that right over on my desk. We are going to address that tomorrow morning and raise some money to help her get some dentures for sure. Larry and Medina Knip, letter and donation. Thank you so very much. This all came in today. Uh, Jenny Trissell, thank you for the happy fourth card that I got finally and the donation. Gregory Hodgson, thank you for the note. Um, and it was really weird that you were asking for the bank account info. I'm not sure what you're talking. I know it's talking about donations, but there's other ways to donate, uh, Greg. And I think your, na- your nickname is Hodge, Haji. Um, just get a hold of me and I got your phone number. I'll, I'll reach out to you. Georgia Key, thank you for the donation in the card. Linda Maxwell, thank you for the donation. Susan Scalcioni, thank you very much for the donation. James Wenrick, thank you for the donation. And a birthday shout-out for Bonnie and her son, Chris. Now, this was yesterday, but Bonnie and Chris, I know I got to give it to you, too. So here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Bonnie and Chris. 72 and 45. 70 and 45. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, guys. Love you all. You guys are great. Uh, I'll let you know if Candace uh, texts back about the swatting. And we'll come right back from this commercial break and get back to it. Here we go. Folks, thank you very much for being locked and loaded right here with the best show on TV today. Well, at least that's what my audience says, not what I say. (laughs) Not what I say. But anyway, um, I want to go right back into this. You know, we were talking about the CDC. We were talking about stealing elections by creating and and releasing and manufacturing the stuff so you could put out mail-in ballots and blah, 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 blah. We're not going to let it happen again. But you want to know another organization, a big organization that had a hand in all this COVID lockdown stuff and all this COVID crap and all these policies that destroyed the world and caused inflation just so they could literally take over everything? Well, ladies and gentlemen, the World Health Organization has now issued New gender guidance. Sex is not limited to male or female. Now, I know that you were all home, sitting there every single day, eating dinner with your family, thinking, you know what? I know that inflation is through the roof. I know that gas prices are crazy high. 
I know that the world is falling apart. I know that the southern border is being, a country is being invaded by the southern border. I know I can barely make it from week to week. I was living paycheck to paycheck before. Now I can't even live paycheck to half a paycheck. But you know what? The biggest thing that's on my mind is if the World Health Organization is going to issue new gender guidance. I just can't live without knowing if the World Health Organization, the illegitimacy that they are, the losers that they are, full of mo to the rons, I just could not wait for them to release their new gender guidance. Oh, my life is so much better now. Yay! What a crock of you-know-what. The United Nations World Health Organization is slated to update its guidance on gender to declare that, quote, sex is not limited to male or female and goes beyond non-binary. <laughs> oh, my lanta. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> The WHO's current gender mainstreaming manual, like we need a manual, like we need some kind of global organizational manual to tell us about girls have a vagina and boys have a penis. I can go watch Kindergarten Cop and learn that from the kindergarten kid that was in there. It was created in 2011. Contends that there are, are many genders on a spectrum from male to female. Again, changing the definition of an actual word. Oh, oh intersectionality looks as looks at how gender power dynamics interact with other hierarchies of privilege <laughs> or disadvantage resulting in inequality and different uh, differential health outcomes for different people the who website states well again that's all a choice right i mean you literally know that you're catering to people who have a choice to do this. Oh, and by the way, please tell me how they are unequal. Please tell me what rights they don't have that I have. Please tell me what they're able to, or what I'm able to do that they're, a, they're not able to do. Please show me where that is so that we can go and, 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 and blow up that spot and be like, hey, you shouldn't treat people like that. They are literally wanting everything in the world based on a choice that they made. And I'm so glad that the Who finally did this. Like I said, I was sitting on pins and needles waiting to find out what a boy or a girl was. Half the world can't even, de- can't even describe what a woman is. The updated sex guideline will go beyond nine non-binary approaches to gender and health to recognize gender and sexual diversity or the concepts that gender identity exists on a continuum that the sex is not limited to male or female. The international health body continues. And then they got these stupid, colorful graphs, three stages, timeline of activities. Okay, cool. Inception, implementation, and finalize and roll out. The review and update of the 146 boring, worthless, nobody cares about page gender mainstreaming manual is conducted in partnership with the United Nations. Oh, Yay! So, wait a minute. You're telling me that there's a burger and fries aspect to this? Oh, wait. No, that was Mayor de Blasio. You're telling me that there's not only a WHO prize where I can get this manual, but the, there's, a, there's a United Nations aspect to this as well? Ooh, tell me more, said nobody ever. <laughs> the United States withdrew its membership from the WHO during Trump. Yeah. But immediately after taking office, Joey Applesauce said, true international pressure. 
Actually, I think we can say it a lot better by doing this. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international depression. <laughs> These people are straight stuck on stupid, aren't they? A study published in June by the Canadian Medical Association shows transgender youth are five times more likely to think about suicide and 7.6 times more likely to attempt to take their own lives. Yeah, no doy. It has nothing to do with the fact that they, oh, nobody's accepted me. I don't know what to do. No, it has everything to do with you pumping them full of crap, pumping them full of hormone blockers, puberty blockers, uh, hormone changing medication, telling them that they don't know what they are, pushing that crap on them, taking their identity away from them, taking their innocence away from them. You stupid, no good losers. And yet we listen to these people. Are you listening to these people? Are you going to literally take your health advice and everything that you should do from people who are stu- 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 stuck on stupid? I'm not. And I'm not going to listen to these idiots either. I don't even want to talk about it anymore, as a matter of fact. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. It's absolute crap. Now, also on this morning's show, we talked about how the evil and demonic-possessed baby killers out there, and all their evil overlords in D.C. were going to come after us a hundred times harder now than they ever have before because the desperation that is coming off of their breath like alcohol, the desperation that is showing in each one of their stupid, ignorant videos that they put out that make zero sense whatsoever, crying and screaming and kicking about how the Supreme Court, (laughs) we can't kill babies anymore. Go over one state and kill them over there. Anyway, I told you they were going to come after us a thousand times harder, and that's exactly what they're doing, folks. These people are absolute sick in the head. As a Minnesota court has now struck down common-sense pro-life laws and reveals pro-abortion extremism will result in 700 times uh, more annual abortions. A Minnesota district court has ruled some state laws restricting abortion access violate the state constitution, a significant victory for abortion rights groups just weeks after the fall of Roe v. Wade. This fight is just getting started, folks, so I hope you've got your armor of God on I hope you've got your armor of God hat and clothing because when uh, this war for our children, oh, they are mad. They're big mad. They are so big mad that they'd be willing to do anything to make it so that we, can, that, that we accept baby killing at a federal level. See, folks, again, we didn't stop killing babies, okay? That'd be great if we did, but we didn't stop. But they don't want it just like that. They don't want to go whatever state they want to go to. They want us as a nation to embrace dismembering and killing babies and selling the remaining parts. That's what they want. That is demonic. Now, the court on Monday blocked enforcement of a 24-hour waiting period for an abortion after consulting with a physician and two-parent notification requirement for patients under 18. Common sense stuff, as well as an informed consent requirement. Common sense stuff. You want to kill a baby, at least you should have some red tape. The ruling also found unconstitutional, a mandate that only physicians can perform abortions, even those administered by medication, as well as the law requiring that abortions after the first trimester be performed in a hospital. These people literally say, oh, you know what, if you need an abortion, just call Sal down the road. 
I'm sure Sal can come with his hedge clippers and his weed whacker and chainsaw and dirty coat hanger, and we can just pop that baby right out of there. How about that? That is what the ruling sounds like to me. The ruling sounds so sick in the head to me that it should have just been explained like I just said it. It would have made more sense to, instead of trying to hide your evil. It's a big fight, ladies and gentlemen, and shame on that Minnesota court for striking it down. But I got to play a video from you, for you, because there was a, uh, a lady by the name of Kiara Bridges, who is a pro-baby killer, and she was giving testimony in front of uh, Ted Cruz and, and all the senators, really. But she really, in this segment that I'm about to show you, she's really kind of like lashing out at Ted Cruz and Mike Lee, talking about how abortion and baby killing is, is the greatest thing known to man, and we should do it. And we're hypocrites for wanting o- a Roe v. Wade to be overturned. Um, let's go to that video now of, uh, of Kiara, Kiara Bridges, uh, testifying in front of, uh, in front of the Senate. Check this out. Here we go. Senator Lee, Senator Cruz have talked about, oh, this decision just to turn, this uh, Dobbs decision just returned to, to the, the elected representatives of states to, and people can battle it out in these laboratories of democracy as to whether they want to protect fetal life over the interests of, of the pregnant person. These are the same states that are stopping people from voting. Texas has the most restrictive voting laws on the books. Texas's SB8 doesn't represent the will of the majority of Texans. Texas SB8 represents the will of the majority of Texans that were able to vote. So in order for this to be a democracy, we have to protect voting rights. And I, I leave it to um, everyone in this, in this room, as well as the rest of Congress, to protect voting rights so that we can be a real democracy. Uh, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? We were talking about killing babies. And you said, ironically, these are the same states that are stopping uh, people from voting. Who can't vote, Kiara? Tell me who can't vote. Give me a list of names of people who can't vote so that we can call them up and bring them in front of us so they can testify that they can't vote. Show me one person that can't vote. That's just a, that's just a stupid narrative that these ignorant people think that they can play on us. But again, they can't show us the proof. They can't show me the money. Just like they can't show you the proof that they won the election on 2020. And they just keep pushing the same lie out. They can't vote. They can't vote. Who can't vote? I'd like to know. Who is it? Tell me. Liar. Liar, liar, liar. Uh, my producer said that uh, we got emailed the, the SWAT video from Candace, so we'll play that tomorrow because I'm not going to try to go find it and pull it up now. Uh, and I still haven't gotten a text message back. But I'd like to know again, who can't vote? And by the way, we're not a democracy. Stop saying that. Why does everybody think that we are a democracy? We are a constitutional republic. I know that's a lot of syllables, but come on, Kiara Bridges, there's some syllables. Constitutional republic. It's not hard to say. It really isn't. You can set your pride aside for a minute and at least acknowledge the truth that we are not a democracy. Get it through your thick skull. As the first corrupt George Bush would say, read my lips. Or was that a parole? I don't know. Constitutional Republic. We'll be right back. Who was it that said, read my lips? It was the first corrupt George Bush, right? Read my lips, no new taxes. Uh, yeah, that was George Bush. I can tell by the whine in his voice. Uh, no new taxes. Loser. We are a republic, said Denise. Yeah, baby. Yeah, we are. Let me see if I can, uh, let me see this video that got emailed to me. Hold on. <clears throat> 
Eli, where'd you get the video at? Oh, yeah, I see it. So it's Candace, actually. It's her reaction. So it's not her actually getting swatted. Got it. Okay. Yep, sheep repeating what they hear. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, makes me so mad. I don't understand why we don't know the... I mean, I do understand it because they don't teach it in school anymore. They don't teach civics. They don't teach the Constitution. They don't teach the Bill of Rights. They don't teach any of that crap. None of it. Her video's on her Telegram. Yep, I got it. Thank you very much. St. Louis has one case of monkeypox. (laughs) Let me guess. Homosexual? I don't think you can get it another way, right? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not a virologist or a monkeyist or a, any, anythingist. Anyway, let's come back from this break. <laughs> here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. Constitutional Republic. It's not that hard to figure out. Again, te- schools don't teach civics anymore. Schools don't teach the ins and outs of the Constitution. As a matter of fact, an illegal—I mean, an immigrant who immigrates here um, legally has to know more than our school children do about this great country. How crazy is that? Anyway, folks, speaking of great country, great patriots, and great people, let's talk about Mike Lindell for a minute. Mike Lindell, we're hoping to get him on the show again next week. Uh, that's a great patriot right there. That is a great patriot. We all got promo codes. If you want to help this show out, go to uh, MyPillow.com slash LFA. You see it right there is the landing page. Big sales on a lot of things, but here's what I really wanted to show you, folks, is the big sale on the dog hey, beds. Mike, you've done it again. You've the big sale on line. the dog beds. And as you can see, they got dog beds of all sizes. I promise you. Your dog will be just like you. Once your dog sleeps on this, your dog will continue to want to sleep on that. So just go to MyPillow.com slash LFA and help the both of us out, okay? All right, let's move on. A lot, of, a lot has come out about uh, Hunter Biden over the last few days. And don't worry, we're not going uh, to play any video and we're not going to talk about the things that we've seen come out of Hunter Biden's iCloud account uh, that was attached to a device. What we are going to talk about is Apple's response. This right here tells you everything you need to know about Silicon Valley. And this right here tells you everything you need to know about who is working for the federal government and who is not. Because merely hours, and I'm talking hours, after Hunter Biden's um, iPhone, iCloud was, uh, was hacked, hours after that, Apple introduced a brand new lockdown mode. Okay, that would protect iPhones and iCloud accounts from state sponsored hacking. And again, this was announced by Apple hours after Hunter Biden's iCloud uh, was hacked. Let's get into this story. Apple announced a new feature for iPhones called Lockdown Mode on Wednesday, just hours after Hunter Biden's iPhone and iCloud data was allegedly hacked by 4chan users and spread across the internet. Do you know what we haven't seen? We have not seen Mighty Mika and uh, Slow Joe or anybody else for that matter, anyone on CNN. We have not heard them say, where's the proof that these videos are real? This is edited. 
right? They do it with, uh, with Project Veritas. All oh, these are edited videos. We don't even know if those are true. These were hacked by 4chan. And then they go and they, and they for, for days, they demoralize 4chan and they demoralize everything they've ever done and put out. And they show you all the fake stuff that they ever put out, blah, 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 to try to make you seem like, make it seem like these aren't real videos. Have you seen any of those lately? I haven't. I, to be honest with you, I haven't seen many people address these recent videos coming out from Crackhead Hunter. Anyway, lockdown mode turns off several features on the iPhone in order to make it less vulnerable to spyware by significantly reducing the number of features that attackers can access and potentially hack. And again, on its, on its, at face value, that sounds great, but that, that technology already existed. I don't even have an iPhone, and I have the ability to do that with this Android, okay? This is a different feature. This is specifically geared for public figures and specifically public officials. Specifically, the new mode disables many preview features in an iMessage, in iMessage, and it limits JavaScript on the Safari browser, prevents new configuration profiles from being installed, blocks wired connections, and therefore prevents the device's data from being copied. It also shuts down incoming Apple service requests, including FaceTime. And according to Apple, the tech giant will pay up to $2 million to researchers who find a flaw in the security lockdown mode. The iPhone maker has faced increased calls from the governments to address the issue, but the timing right after Hunter Biden's iCloud backup account was hacked is super Super sketchy, or as the kids say, that's sus. I know you heard it. I hate saying it, but that's straight sus. Is that America? Is that America when these folks literally do whatever they can, whatever they can to stop the information that you ha- rightfully deserve because that st- that those phones that they have are paid for by you. Those accounts they have, all of that, everything they use, that's paid for by you. And if it's paid for by you and they are getting guarded by Secret Service 24-7 paid for by you, then you should have the ability to have what's in those phones and in those computers, right? And if you don't want us to have them, then don't use those phones. I will guarantee you Hunter Biden does not pay for that phone. I'll guarantee you it's paid for by you and me. So anyway, if you have an Apple, you now know whose side they are, they're on as if you didn't know before as if you didn't know before. All right, folks, do you guys raise your hand in the crowd, all right, if you know who Michael Moore is? Okay, raise your hand if you know who Michael Moore is. All right, now put your hands down if you raise them. Raise your hand if you understand that Michael Moore is an uber-liberal progressive Marxist who's nothing more than a male version, and I'll put that in quotes and use that word lightly, a male version of Rosie O'Donnell. Raise your hand. All right. Pretty much everybody. Okay, here we go. Wait till you hear what unhinged Michael Moore is proposing now. He is, like anybody cares what this job of the hut lookalike says. Like anybody cares what the male Rosie O'Donnell actually says. But let's get into this floppy neck. Uh, doesn't he look like, uh, remember that, uh, remember Austin Powers? Remember that fat guy he created and he lost all the weight and his neck was just hanging down? That's Michael Moore. Unhinged. And very ignorant, Michael Moore has proposed an anti-gun 28th Amendment. (laughs) 
Come and take it, round eye, uh, round boy, round guy. Far left anti-gun rights filmmaker Michael Moore proposed a new amendment to the United States Constitution on Sunday that would erase the Second Amendment completely. Bye-bye. No more Second Amendment. And reduce the rights of most Americans. Moore proposed his own 28th Amendment to the Constitution. He said the new amendment would help repeal and replace the Second Amendment that guarantees Americans the right of gun ownership. He laid out a detailed description of what the new amendment would entail on his loser website that nobody cares about. The 28th Amendment, my proposal to repeal and replace the Second Amendment. (laughs) I laugh because I would love to see him roll up to your door and take your guns. The inalienable right of a free people to keep to, uh, to a kept safe from gun violence and the fear thereof must not be infringed and shall be protected by the Congress and the states. This is his rhetoric. This amendment thus repeals and replaces. The Second Amendment, Section 1 of Moore's proposed amendment reads, this is how unhinged these losers really are. They think that this is actually going to be a thing. <laughs> Section two outlined the restrictions that would be imposed for the new for uh, excuse me for the few situations in which guns could be owned. He noted a national registry and licensing program allowing guns to be used for hunting, target shooting, and most rarely for self-defense. The section also outlines an extensive background check, including mental health check and interviews with partners and exes. It also includes a mandatory one-month waiting period. And now Section 3 of Michael Moore's unhinged, ridiculous proposal to repeal the Second Amendment calls for a written test and a firearm safety course, something Moore says must be updated annually. Section 4 raised the minimum purchase to age to 25. Section 5 listed the firearms that would be banned under the the new proposed amendment. All automatic and semi-automatic weapons. Any weapon that can hold more than six bullets or rounds at a time, you know, to ensure that you could never fight back against your tyrannical government. And all guns made of plastic or any homemade equipment and machinery or 3D printer. Moore's proposed amendment calls for the Congress to regulate the types of um, and amounts of ammunitions that would be legal. According to Section 7, police would be allowed to continue to train and use firearms, but... Butts are for farting. But anyway, butts would be subject to constant monitoring and stripped of their guns if they were thought to be racist. Again, who defines that? The final section of Michael Moore's ridiculous proposal says that anyone owning a banned gun would have 30 days to surrender the weapon after this amendment is ratified. Just another unhinged uneducated, coward, loser that nobody cares about from the Democrat far-left communist Marxist party Speaking out of turn, and nobody cares. So, you know it's coming, ladies and gentlemen. Michael, <laughs> job of the hut more. You, my friend, actually win the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Let's give it to him, folks. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. <laughs> Goes to Michael Moore. I can, you guys, you better, you, you better pack up. You better get all your guns out of your safe. You better, lock, you better put them all in one duffel bag, put the ammo in the next duffel bag, and wait for Jabba the Hutt. I mean, the male version of Rosie O'Donnell. I mean, a cowardless fat boy to come and, le- and literally take all your guns. You're going to give them to him? You better. Because if you'll have 30 days, you'll have 30 days from his amendment 
to give your guns. Raise your hand if you're going to give away your guns to Michael Moore. One more commercial break, just one, and we will be right back to finish up live from America right here on RV right after this. Oh, Michael Moore, he's going to come rolling in on one of those uh, Walmart carts. (laughs) Come on, come on. Yeah, who is it? It's Michael Moore. I'm here to get your guns. (laughs) Get off my door. Give him the old get off my lawn. Keep the change, you filthy animal. (laughs) I'm going to give you to the count of 10 to get your ugly, yellow, no good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. (laughs) Just give him the old Macaulay Culkin. That'll be great. Uh, You know what? It's, It's not funny, but it is. It's not funny, but it is. It's not funny because... That day could come, but I can guarantee you. The funny part is it won't be Michael Moore that comes and gets your guns. I can promise you it ain't going to be that. Let's (laughs) Let's come back from this commercial break and end the show out strong. Here we go. And welcome back, folks. Uh, What a great night. What a fun night here. Uh, During the commercial break, I said, can you imagine having Michael Moore pull up to your, uh, come down your driveway on one of those little Walmart uh, electric scooters? Come in to take your guns. I'm going to take all your guns. And then you just put on the Home Alone uh, uh, Kevin video there of, I'm going to give you to the count of 10 to get your ugly yellow keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead and then watch him trip over himself, fall down the stairs, get back on his electric scooter and do two miles an hour out of there. (laughs) Anyway, folks, we're going to end the show a little differently tonight. I don't have any funny videos to show you, but I do have something that'll bring a smile to your face. And I'm going to say it begins. It begins. You might say, what begins? Well, folks, I always tell you never to give up. I always tell you that things that are worth fighting for, even though they may sound redundant, even though you get tired of hearing about them like you did when I was beating the dead horse of getting, getting rid of Roe v. Wade. I know some of you out there are like, I'm sick and tired of hearing about it. But there's a reason why we do it. There's a reason why we push it. There's a reason why we continue to talk about it. Because if we continue to fight and keep our feet on the gas, sooner or later, something has got to give. And that time is now. New Zealand doctors, joined by doctors from other countries, by the way, have sent a letter asking police to investigate all of the deaths following the COVID-19 vaccines. New Zealand medical professionals have penned an open letter to authorities requesting that an investigation be conducted into the deaths that have occurred since vaccinations for COVID were administered. Now, I don't have time to read you all of this story, but I do want to go down here and read you some of what they're saying. There's a shockingly large burden of deaths and injuries following the COVID-19 vaccine. That's number one. Our surveillance systems have been disabled in order to hide the extent of the harm. Adverse event reporting is not compulsory, and this alone undermines any attempt to portray the injections as safe. 
Number three, they said children and young people are dying and suffering, particularly cardiac injuries, though many healthy elderly have died too, whilst their risk from COVID-19 is particularly low. We believe we are being lied to. We present many cases halfway down this post, uh, the letter continued, and we appeal again to the police headed by Andrew Coster and our MPs to intervene immediately to protect the people, to protect the children, the letter pleaded. Folks, you're already having countries all over stop the vaccination of their children because they're seeing people die. This isn't Jeremy Harrell just saying this out of nowhere. These are actual stories. These are actual facts, actual truth coming from these places. Stop, stop, stop. We're begging you. We're pleading to you. Now, whether it was done on purpose or whether it was not, the fact of the matter is the data is showing what the data is showing. And why I saved this for the end is, folks, is if you keep at it. If you keep at it, you can make a difference. If you keep at it, you can achieve your goal. And that is getting the truth out there to as many people as possible. Big shout out to those people in New Zealand actually, actually standing up to try to save the children and save everybody from this ridiculousness of Tony the Ratface Fauci and the WHO and the Wuhan lab. Folks, that's going to do it for Live from America. Remember to visit JeremyHarrell.com. we got a lot of new items on the store there. We've got the autographed Armor of God CDs available. And make sure, folks, to sign up for a Bible if you need one. Sign up for the newsletter. It's very easy. It's on the front page, bottom of the page. Sign up. Get a morning devotional every day. Stay in, uh, stay in touch. Stay in tune. We're going to have a lot more coming in September here on LFA. I cannot wait to show it to you guys. So remember... There are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 11 and again in the evening. God bless you. Have a good night. Peace. Rebirth the